From a jail cell, and who thinking elementary? Hey, I see the penitentiary one day. Running from the police, that's right. Mama catch me, put a whoop into my backside. And even as a crack fiend, mama, you always was a black queen, mama. I finally understand for a woman it ain't easy trying to raise a man. You always was committed, a poor single mother on welfare. Tell me how you did it. There's no way I can pay you back, but the plan is to show you that I understand. You all appreciate. What's going on, guys? My name's Luther, and you're listening to the You Can Miss Me with that podcast. As you guys can tell by the intro of this song, we're gonna be talking about my mama today. And uh, before I even get started, mom, I know uh, you're still out here living your best life, but. I want to say from the bottom of my heart, happy 50th birthday. Um, I'm like every other mama's boy out there. Like, I wouldn't be here without you. And I'm obviously very proud of what you're doing now because you're finally getting to do what you do now that I'm kind of out of your hair. <laughs> but um, it's you've always set the ultimate example for me. And. There are times where I feel very nervous about following your example, but I am proud, proud, proud to be your son, and I hope that I am not letting you down in any way, because I'm just trying to follow the footsteps that you have set. Dear Mama, uh, obviously by Tupac, I guess I should give him credit or his estate credit for uh, the intro to this episode but dear mama to me is my second like like it's my second favorite song from tupac ironically the my favorite song is i get around like i don't know what i'll be doing fire i get around it's a rap like let me let me get my dance on real quick which is weird because they're total like they're total like the antithesis of dear mama at least to me and Obviously, I did not live the same life as Tupac. Let's let's keep it 100 here. But a lot of like that song really resonates with me because I've had some of those struggles. Like most of the like really heavy stuff, obviously we did not suffer. Like my mom was never on welfare. She wasn't a, a crack fiend. I didn't run for the police. Like I didn't do anything crazy like that. But it's just you know when he talks about um like the thing that always stands out it ain't easy trying to raise a man you know like realizing all the hard work she put in to make sure that i was okay you know to make sure that um there was food on the table to do all that stuff at one point she was working multiple jobs uh trying to and still trying to go to school like mom i respect you more than you know like i really do and uh this is weird because I'm kind of tearing up right now, but I'm also watching this terrible Monday Night Football game. 
well, at least it's terrible between the two teams because they're trash. But, um, like, I've been, like, thinking about this all week. And I actually started a few times trying to, like, get the intro right. But I think I'm forcing it to kind of make it sound perfect. My mom, like, there are no words to describe my mom. She's She's been everything to me. She's been my rock. She's been... Um, my jailer she's been my teacher she's been everything you know and i say jailer because i needed to be controlled sometimes because i i was being wild out there like i was rebelling just to rebel i mean there are times where my mom and i have had an argument i just walked out the house knowing like like where was i gonna go and knowing that all the undue stress because she doesn't know where i'm going and i just walked out you know and she forced me to like really realize the world you know and now it's a shame but it's really my fault i don't call her enough to talk the goal for me and i wrote it down was that i call her once a week and we talk and we end up talking most of the time for over an hour two three whenever whatever we need to talk about because right now like all of us we're just like we don't understand what's going on like what's happening like whether we're talking about politics or she tries to ask me about football. The thing I'm also trying to talk to her right now or like the video game stuff, even though obviously she doesn't buy me video games anymore, even though she did buy me Super Smash on the Switch. So thank you for that, mom. I love that game. Um, it's, it's just the fact that like, like I know it's cliche and I've said it so many times. I really would not be who I am today if it wasn't for her. Like all the ups and the downs. And there's probably going to be a story time this week. I think... Of one of the big times I really failed her, like in high school, which was really when I got in my first fight in high school. And I only got in two fights in high school, um, unless you want to call like football field a fight. Like I only got in two fights in high school. And that's going to be a story time because I had a bully and I rectified it. And just just stay tuned for later on this week. Um, but. I'm sitting here trying to think of like the best way to talk about her. Like from those of you that know my mom, which is probably like 1% of you, like she has gone, like she has shattered stereotypes, like her whole life, you know, besides, I mean, raising me, uh, living in the Midwest and even the way people talk to her now, like she bought her own house by herself, you know, smart with her money, like all the stuff that like, she tried to teach me and and i've taken a lot of those um a lot of those lessons like all that stuff that she's taught me you know all the stuff that i've seen her do and like when she talks about she bought her own house by herself her own money her own uh her own bread and then people ask like if she's got a man or um oh did you like and then they they get surprised when my mom says no this is my house like i bought it myself like she just thinks it's funny i get angry or I get frustrated because, like, how dare you be surprised about that? Like, y'all don't know the work that she's put in, right? And in, in, a, in a, especially as a black woman where it feels like, I know black people say they have to work twice as hard. I feel like black, like, uh, black women have to work like quadruple that time, especially if they're raising a kid. You know, my mom moved out here to, uh, like my mom moved out here basically by herself to America. Got her nursing, uh, got a nursing license, started uh, going to school, and then I came. And then she still 
She picked up another job to support me while I'm going to school, while she's going to school. And still got to where she is today. She has a doctorate. She has her own house. She's literally, those last two weeks, she's been in New Zealand and Australia, like uh, visiting some family in Australia. And now she's in New Zealand, just living her best life. And I'm low-key jealous because she's tagging me in all the, in all the pictures. Every day she's taking like 30, 40 photos and tagging me. In them. Like, I'm like, stop tagging me because I feel like... <laughs> like I'm jealous and I hope to get there. I mean, she's 50 and she's it sounds like she's got a whole life ahead of her and she's now finally starting to live the life that sometimes I feel like I pulled her away from because damn sure lord knows I cost her money besides the general stuff, if you get what I mean. Like besides, you know, the the the, the clothes and board, like lord knows I did. And like I can always remember being a young cat and watching my mom. I always remember this, like when we lived in Iowa for a little bit, like I would see my mom in the morning. Right. And for a while it didn't hit me. Like my mom was in the morning, basically like catching a couple hours sleep, sleeping. uh, And then uh, like, make sure I had breakfast and then she would go to her second job. Like I never understood that. And it, and all the, all that time I look back and then how the hell did she even get any schoolwork done? To now when we were in college, uh, when I was in high school, to watching her go to work at Amgen, which is one of the top pharmaceutical companies uh, in the world, especially at the time. I obviously still support me because I'm starting to play football, and then she's getting her doctorate all at the same time. You know, it's weird to think like my mom's a doctor, you know, and she's tackling something that is she did. She got her doctor, excuse me, on something that's very uh, dear to her, which is HIV and AIDS. And she's finding her own way to work for a cure or trying to just understand the disease. It's it's so inspiring. You know. My mom has struggled. My mom has had people come in and out of life. My mom is the perfect. She She's just so good at like avoiding drama now, you know, like everybody else. She just like um, she just talks a little little mess on everybody. But she's earned that. She's earned the right to talk a little mess. She's earned the right to to do basically whatever she wants. And in a way, I don't want her to ever come to my job and meet my people cause, or my co-workers because they have too much dirt on me and I don't want them passing lost tapes so hopefully everybody who's listening this is like I guess a chance for you to kind of meet her you know for the longest time I've wanted my mom to get on this podcast so maybe when I go home um, for Christmas or sometime after that we can make that happen Cause I, I really want her on this podcast so that me and her can just rap. Like we'll just basically be like one of our phone calls where we'll talk about everything. And it's crazy. I thought I was going to surprise her for her birthday. And, um, she was already in New Zealand, you know, or she was already in Australia. So she wasn't there. So it was like, I had four days to kind of like be myself, be by myself and kind of walking around the house and just like really just looking at the house. And I'm just like, as stupid as it sounds like my mom did all this, you know, the way she's decorated, the way she's like, she got her own nice little car, even though I don't like her car. She got one of those, like, 
i bmw i3s and like i, t I told my mom when she bought the car never get the first edition of everything because they don't know what the bugs are yet but you know my mom's like nah i'm chilling fall out she got the first thing of everything and now i'm just like uh now look she's having some problems but they bmw taking care of her so yeah but mom i gotta i gotta also tell you the truth and i know everybody else is listening but this is mainly to my mom like i want to thank you for the pressure you know even though you're not the oldest in your family you've set the example at least that's how it looks to me that everybody else has followed from uncle mike to uncle paulines to auntie irene all those people they've kind of followed your example you know the best way that they believe to support their family I want to thank you for that pressure I want to thank you for showing that for showing me that it was, it's not enough to just kind of settle and that has always been my problem is settling so I really played football like football was one of those things that also taught me not to settle but then to be able to go to college and we had our own struggles in college to realize that even when on like those dumb Wednesday nights when you're tired from football or whatever and I got to make up Chapel Point shout out to Mid-America uh, also shout out for y'all putting me in your video about the challenge I'm really excited that I had pretty good lines in there like it's weird it's always weird even though I've listened to my, like my own voice, it's still so weird, especially seeing myself on video because I'm usually behind the camera. But um, every time during those Wednesday nights that you're tired and everybody went to college knows those damn things, you're tired or your boys want to go play uh, 2K or Madden or they're going to go out somewhere and, and, you know, just jack around or whatever. But with me and graph design with such odd hours, I was like, no, I'm, I got to put in the work because I know my mom's put in the work and I can't fail her. But also, I want to say I'm sorry also because um, when we used to fight a lot, um, especially when I was a kid, like I wrote down and I'm I am not uncomfortable saying this at all. Like I wrote down a note about me running away because I was tired of her, which is extremely selfish of me. And we were moving to L.A. and she found the note like I completely forgot about it. Like I was literally I had a little suitcase packed. And ready to go, wherever the hell going was. And my mom found the note, and I'll, I'll never forget her crying when she read the note. Like I'm tearing up right now just thinking about it, about how selfish I was, because it's, it wasn't fair to her, you know. She's just she's working so hard, and just because. I think I have a problem when I, of course, I don't see the whole picture, man. I'm like 10 years old or 11, whatever, 12. Like, I don't have, I don't see the whole picture. I don't see how much my mom was struggling. I don't see how much my mom's doing all these things to make sure that I can eat. I can take care of myself, you know? I remember moving moving to LA and like feeling so out of place, you know. Obviously being African and then moving to Iowa and then from Iowa to LA. It's like completely total 
polar opposites and i had problems with that it's, I, I don't think I, I don't think i ever told my mom but she knew i mean your mom knows everything right and i struggled with that especially at hancock park elementary school it's weird i remember the full names of these places but i struggled and mom still found a way to support me Sorry, I'm I'm really tearing up right now. <laughs> I'm really tearing up, and I'm trying not to give you the uh, her whole backstory because it's not mine to tell. You know, it's really not mine to tell at all. But I'm I'm just trying to highlight the very important parts. I remember uh, choosing when I was choosing going to college, I had a full ride to Iowa Westland where I, I was not going to pay a dime. And then and then Mid-America came calling and also another place, Panhandle State University. I had all these places that I could have kind of went, you know, and I chose Mid-America uh, at the start because. They were just balling, you know, they were just balling. It was awesome. They're a great team, and I experienced so much. Two conference championships. Is it two or three? Two conference championships, all this stuff. Not realizing how much of a strain that was uh, for you and all the sacrifices you had to make. <sighs> I actually kept talking for like another 10 minutes, but my computer shut down or turned off or went to sleep mode, so <laughs> I can't force that emotion out, but I was... Oh, man, I'm probably going to I feel like I'm going to cry at the end of this podcast, which is weird, right? Because I've already cried on the podcast once. Right. And I don't want I don't feel like crying on the podcast. At least I don't want to. But I love my mom. And um, I want I just want to let everybody know, like, if I'm ever, if you're ever if we're if you're ever going to meet my mom, whether you're going to be my significant other or just a friend, like that means like you are a real one to me. That means like you've passed, every, I guess, what every test I could think of. And I believe that you are ready to meet my mom. Like, I don't want to as much as this is crazy. Like, I don't want to share my mom with everybody. Obviously, my mom is her own person. She can do whatever the hell she, the hell she wants. She damn sure earned it. But like, if I'm going to introduce somebody into her life or our lives, like I want it to be great. I want it to be genuine, whatever, whatever it is. Like, so ladies, that means that that's a turnoff for you because of how much I had my mom invested in, I guess, in my love life or my life like that. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, because if my mom don't like you, no matter who you are, it's a wrap. Like, I'm not going to associate with you, you know? That's why, I mean, mom, I just want you to know, that's why I don't bring a lot of women around. Because if I don't believe they're worth it, like, ooh, he's short, but I'm stop. I'm stop talking about this game. Like, I just want you to know that it's going to be a big part. And my mom's her own person. And she's done a great job of being a part of my life while not being a part of my life, you know? But... Like my mom has played the role of of my father and my mo- and my mother, obviously, 
And also, with my mom being a nurse, like, I've had <laughs> talks that are different, you know? Trying to, that's where my, my curiosity comes from. Like, learning about all her different trials to try and get, um, to get her dissertation done and how she's trying to approach uh, researching AIDS from a different way and how it affects families. You know, she's the, I, I'm sure I could go and Google it and look, but she's the only person I've seen approach AIDS from this way. Like how it affects kids and, um, and things like that. Obviously, like, I got to stop saying that, but if I try to read her dissertation, I will like spin out from confusion. Like in Mario Kart, when you hit a, when he hit a banana, like my, just so you know, I've tried to, I've tried to read some of your stuff like that you have laid out. It's so confusing, but it's, it's just, but the title or, or not the title, like the topics are really like, it's so interesting to me that, I mean, I'm not saying I go do my own research, but I just go read about it. Cause you know, it's important. I'm so happy that now you get to do your own things. Like go to Australia, go to New Zealand, go to all these places and live your best life. Cause damn sure you've earned it. No matter what anybody else says, but the only thing, one of the few regrets that I wish you could have, even though it's not, a, maybe it's, it's like something that I wish I wish that. Um, and obviously it's, it's, you're still 50. So you still got time. You still got plenty of time. Let's be 100 here. See people in their seventies getting married. I just wish you could find somebody that makes you happy because you, you deserve it. You know, I, I, I sometimes just sit here and I'm like, you're just in that house alone and it's not fair. You know, as bad as it's going to sound, there's some people out there, just terrible people who got somebody and my mom doesn't. That's not fair. She should have somebody. She deserves to have somebody. But my mom, she knows she knows what she wants. And I think for a lot of people, that intimidates them, especially looking at what she's accomplished. That's why, Nicole, if you're listening, like, you remind me so much of my mom, you know? Because you're that way. Like, whatever you put your mind to, you just get it done. You both just get it done. That's why you're my work mom. That's why, um, for the longest time, it made me work on my podcast just so I could get you on almost a, basically nine months to a year later. I feel like I should put like no music behind this podcast besides the opening dear mama but let's keep it consistent I feel like I want to talk so much more about what I've said but also like I don't know what to say I want my mom to go on more cruises I want her to go as many cruises as she wants. She told me this one time she wants to go on like a six-month cruise. And I was like, Mom, you know you could just reinvent yourself on that cruise. Like, you could go in there as like, I'm Daphne from North Carolina. Did I, did I put an accent on that? And she could just live her best life on that cruise. But also, 
I don't know. I just want you to be happy. I, I just want you to find somebody that could make you happy because you deserve that. And in a way, I wish I could make that happen, even if that means that I don't find somebody for a while. If I could like sacrifice that time. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Eventually, I know I've said, but eventually it's probably just going to happen. You're going to like come up to my job. You're going to meet my people. They're going to give you all the lost tapes. You're going to give them my lot, your version of my lost tapes. And then I'm just going to get embarrassed or die of embarrassment because that's what happens when you're my mom. I'm so excited to see what you do next. Because... Like a lot of people in this world, my mom's plotting. She got so many things in her mind rolling around and she forces me to plot. But I've also I'm also trying to be as careful as her when I'm when I when I when I do stuff, you know. I don't want to just make decisions, make decisions. That's why it took me almost a year to start the podcast. And until it, it, it Charlottesville happened, that was what pushed me over the edge. Like it was something I sincerely thought about because it was like, do I do do I want to make that commitment? Do I want to do this? And it's weird that even in something like that, my mom has put has played a role in that. Like everybody else in this world who has a mom to love. And I know how freaking fortunate I am to have her. Like, I know some people have no parents or anything like that. But she's looked out for me to make sure that I'm on the straight and narrow. And I try my best to stay that way. I think maybe I'm just a little funnier than uh, than I think either of us expected. Which, you know, can both be a good or bad thing, but... have so much to say but it's not it's not for me to say so I'm gonna stop with these awkward silences mom I love you um yours gonna be the main woman in my life especially right now because I don't have anybody and it's by design so don't don't freak out don't freak out mama you know don't freak out it's by design um, eventually I'll tell you why it's by design and it turned out you know there was a girl I thought you were ready to meet but um, turns out like I mean you were ready to meet her but she wasn't and she was definitely somebody or the girl uh, was somebody I thought was ready but was was definitely not and um, yeah We'll talk later. So I hope you continue enjoying your trip in um, in New Zealand. Keeps I know I know I, I'm jealous or I'm, I'm getting kind of frustrated with your pictures, but keep sending them because there's a different kind of energy to you right now. You know, 
can't wait to see you because it's weird because even when we see each other it's not like we're lovey-dovey or anything like that we just we just chill like we go to moves we just chill like we'll sit on the couch and she'll be watching something i'll just be jacking around like we don't we don't talk that much we don't we're, we're just different if that makes any sense we're just different and um that's i think that's what makes us who we are that's what makes us the best that's what makes us work as a mother and son as a mother and son relationship that's that's who we are and we don't change for anybody you because how you how you've become is what's gotten you where you are and i refuse to change because i've seen the path laid out before me and the steps that i need to take to become a better person whether that's financially emotionally um spiritually you know my mom's done everything from being a a a nurse at a nursing home to being a worship leader at a at our at our kenyan church in la god she's she's the doctor she has her doctorate you know god it's it's so it's so crazy but i'm gonna i'm gonna wrap this up mom i love you keep going keep pushing keep keep laying down the tracks for me and everybody who wishes to follow your example because man there's so many there's so many people who just rest who either rest on their laurels or who let the circumstances beat them down but you you did not rest you kept shattering stereotypes you kept putting them you kept putting these people down you know you kept saying hey this is not good enough i want more And don't ever change. Good Lord, don't ever change because, oh, I think the only time you'll ever stop is when you retire. And even then you'll still be trying to conquer something because now she even has her own like store where she sells African merchandise and, and all this stuff. You know, she's it's like, where do you get that energy from? You know, I'm 26. I'm the one who's supposed to have all this energy, all this ideas, all this stuff, you know? But I can't wait to see you again soon. I can't wait till you listen to this episode and, and tell me what you think. Because my mom's actually kind of like late. She started listening to podcasts late. And having her feedback really helps. Because, you know, she's one, she's the person who really knows me the most. And it's like, she's already had, like, she listened to probably like a few episodes. She's like, she didn't like the fact that I use um, some stuff, you know. She doesn't like the fact I've told some very personal stories. But, you know, she lives on and she she's obviously told me things to either protect myself or make the podcast better in her own eyes for the future. And, and, I, and I try to listen to that. So I also, guys, I want to apologize for the horrendous episode I gave you guys last week. Um, it's just the way everything worked. coming back from California, all this stuff done. I didn't get the podcast done on time. So I, I, I promise, promise, promise to always try to give you my best effort. And that was not my best effort last week. So that's why you guys are going to get a story time this time. And oh man, it's, it's going to be kind of embarrassing. Oh man, it's going to be so embarrassing. So enough, uh, I guess enough of me celebrating my mom. 
lot of awkward silences because it still feels like I'm trying to say the right thing, so I'm going to stop. So just want to let you guys know, season four is going to start um, the first week of December. Just uh, I, I chose that just to give me about a month like I did uh, for season three to really flush out my uh, the topics I'm going to talk about and just to let you guys know, season four is going to be 10 topics that I do not understand. So I, I think I let you in on a few like impeachment, the electoral college. Um, uh, I I, te- I technically did like uh, what do you call it perfume or cologne commercials. Uh, it's also um, also give me a chance like to obviously find more topics that I found out. I, I'm up to five now, but there's gonna be five more that. I want like obviously full length feature episodes and some that I'll, I'll do by myself. Some I'll have guests and also my podcast is getting ready to be a year old. So I want to celebrate that the right way. And also I'm going to, I'm going to bring uh talk, uh, comfort season. I know I've been talking about it for legitimately almost a whole year, but I think I, I got a person who's going to listen to actually that episode, the se- technically the second episode of the podcast. And um, she says she's going to take notes. So, yes, I got, I'm going to get a girl perspective on cover season. I'm also going to listen back to that and like, hmm, like how wrong was I? Because obviously things change. So, <laughs> oh, my God, I'm really nervous for some reason about it. But, oh, another one, just so you know, I'm fine. I know I've talked about weddings before, but I'm finally going to talk about weddings and why I don't understand them for real. So, guys, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Give you a little thing into my mom. Eventually, um, my mom and I are going to hop on a podcast and you're just going to hear one of our phone conversations, except it's going to be live. Who knows? By then, hopefully I have a video, whatever, ready to go. So me and my mom can just rap on the pod. So I thank you guys so much. Um, if you guys hopefully uh you guys have caught up keep listening back to season three it is my best season so far and i think that's how it's supposed to go but it's my best season just um all the different people that i've had on the podcast oh man but if you guys have any questions for me or any questions for anybody from season three you guys can uh hit up the facebook page and like it and uh put a post on there at ycmwt um you guys can also uh, follow follow the podcast on Twitter and, and shoot me messages there at YCMWT. You can call the podcast at 805-539-2698 or 805-53-YCMWT. I think I'm supposed to flip those. I'm going to listen to many radio commercials lately. You can ask, you guys can also email the pod at my myycmwt at gmail.com because I want you guys to know season five is going to be completely viewer based. So whether it's um, you guys listening or people I've, I've, I'm just, you know, randomly talking to, listening to the podcast, which is weird. I always see more people than not, more people that I uh, talk to say, hey, yeah, I listen to your podcast. So I really need to get like an aggregate or something to, to figure out how many people actually listen to it. Um, but thank you guys so much for continuing to listen, continue to support me. Thank you guys for uh, letting me talk about my mom for a little bit. Even though there's so much more I could tell you. There's so much more and I want to tell you. But, you know, let my mom tell you that. <laughs>
because also most of those I was like I was a little kid so I didn't really understand what was going on and without the full context that my mom is gonna you know tell you I mean what the hell do I know so I love you guys so much thank you guys for listening stay safe um hopefully cub season is going well for you enjoy your Halloween and uh we'll talk later bye